check. One, two, three to the four. When I walk in the room, the bitch's panties hit the flow. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> or at least they move them to the side. I wish. It just doesn't happen, though. I mean. They put their panties back on when I walk in. They do not. Yes, they do. I have not. I have never seen that happen yet. They're like, <gasps> Pedro's here. Get your clothes back on. Hurry up. I have never seen that. I think you lying. Shit. I ain't lying. If I'm lying, I'm dying. And I'm still here. <sighs> I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Maybe it's just the timing. You just, you hit it at the wrong time. <laughs> it's not that they're like, oh no, Pedro's, Pedro's coming in. Let me put my panties back on. They're just either finishing up or you just didn't get there at the right time. Story of my fucking life. I mean, that happens. And yes, that's, that is definitely more the story <laughs> of your life. <laughs> Oh, are you excited about this show? A little bit, yeah, because this is kind of be kind of geared towards me, a, towards a the you end. show, yeah, kind of. I mean that Pedro is just an observer on this show. Just an observer, yeah. I mean, I guess a little bit, but well, we got our two the, cents in the beginning. Oh yeah, the first section is probably going to be my wheelhouse. Yeah, that's going to be yours, your baby. Ah, <sighs> okay, so. This is what number thirty-one. Yes, yes, because I couldn't count the last time. I made sure I put the right number on. So yes, this is a uh, episode thirty-one. Outstanding. Right? Yeah, I got it. Yep, episode thirty-one. Had to double check myself because I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> oh crap! We know I can't count. No, but you can suck dick, and that's all that matters. Yep. <laughs> it's a pineapple party. Oh, we got polyamory, too. What's that? You want a kink fest? A little BDSM? Well, buckle up, buttercups, because we got that, too. It's the Kitchen Sink E&M and Kink Podcast. Happy Sunday, everybody. That's right, I said Sunday. Yeah, we were uh, we were major taking a lazy weekend. <laughs> we needed it, though. Okay, well... In all fairness, more like you needed it, not really me. Yeah, it was a rough week at work. Yeah, you were you were falling asleep Friday, like yeah. while taking the shower. <laughs> like when you were done, I don't I don't really know how you managed to uh, step out without like cracking your head on the floor because your eyes were about closed. <laughs> It'd be like that sometimes. I mean, most showers wake you up, especially for you because you take like cold ass showers. But you were just like, no, I'm beyond that. I'm just going to go to bed now. Yeah, I was I was ready for bed, so we were not doing the podcast Friday, and no. then Saturday we were gonna do it, but then we took a nap, and we were like, "Nah, fuck that." <laughs> okay, it was more like you were like, "Nah," and then you're like, "So what do you think about this?" To me, and I was like, <laughs> "Did you read my soul?" <laughs> I know it's just been a lazy weekend for us, it, but you know, like you said, like sometimes you just kind of need that. And I think that's kind of where we were at is we just kind of needed a little bit of the recoup time. Just. Yep. Absolutely. Me, you chilling on the couch, not doing a damn thing. Yeah. And here we are Sunday afternoon. Yeah. On the Lord's day. Going to talk day. about some debauchery. You know what? That's the way it should be. Mm -hmm. It's, it's almost fitting to be honest. It is. So, <laughs> uh, what do you have in store for us for today? Okay, so we are going to skip the poly segment. 
We this, are. Yes. This okay. one we are going to skip the poly segment. Um, but we are going to have, we're going to talk about our swinging. And the main topic on that is the seeking of threesome dynamics, whether it be a male, female, male, or a female, female, male. Okay. And then we're also going to touch base on our BDSM segment. And we're going to talk about how things have developed for me as you teaching me to be more dominant and my kind of struggles of learning that. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a good show. Yeah. And then, of course, we've got our kink wheel. We do. And we have a very special segment. Yes. That uh, one of our listeners, we will call her Camille. Okay. Camille. I like it. Sent in a recording of her having a pretty intense orgasm. Yay, our first one. Yeah, so orgasm of the week. Awesome. That's going to be between the swing and the kink segments. Perfect. So, And then, of course, our shout-outs as well. Yes, and looking forward to that. Yes, that's going to be so much fun because we've been like dying to get one. I know. Of I don't know why it's so hard to get people to send in because we all clips. we all know we're sending them to people. So I know, just not us apparently. Apparently not. But hey, you know what? Maybe it's like like the breaking of the ice. So like that's, one just had to be the one to do it first. That's what I'm hoping. And then like it's just going to be a turmoil of like not turmoil. Right. That's not the right word. But it's going to be the the snowball effect. Yes. Of more and more of oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we need more of that in our life. Uh yeah. All right, so. Let's kick it off with the swing segment and the uh, threesome dynamics. Yeah. So the most popular of the two, obviously, uh, is, is the female, female, male. Of course. Along with the male, female, male. Those are your right. two most popular. Yes. Um, the first one, you know, the female, female, male, that is generally couples seeking a unicorn. Yeah. And... That has become a major thing in the lifestyle these days. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of feel like when we first started, um, I mean, that was kind of what we were looking for just because, you know, I was not really wanting any male at the time. I wanted to really kind of hone in on having a female and getting that experience. Um, and I kind of feel like we didn't, like we knew about unicorn hunters and the fact that everybody liked that, but it wasn't so everywhere now, like everywhere you see it with people looking for that. Yeah. Back when we started swinging eight years ago, I mean, you had people that were just looking for females, but nowhere near as much as it is now. Right. Like, now, if you go on SLS or groups on Facebook and stuff like that, it's like, Seven out of ten posts, yeah, are looking just for a unicorn, right? Or for females, which for a full swap couple gets very discouraging because, of course, it's always like you know, like the couple's usually good looking. Oh, yeah, like you've got like the dude who's like a gym rat and like the girl who's like a model. Yeah, so I mean, like it's people that we would be interested in. Mm -hmm. Although not so much the gym rat no. like for you, but like it, it, it's usually a good looking couple. Right. But those are the ones that are seeking just that single female and you're just kind of like, oh. 
Yeah. And like, they'll be interested in you. Of course. But they'll be like, well, we only play with females. Right. Which is super fucking annoying. Yeah. And it, you know, it kind of, you know, from us being there in the beginning where like that, it was kind of like the only thing we were doing. It wasn't, it wasn't like that was my end goal. Like that's not where I wanted to stay. It's just where I felt I needed to have my foot start because I didn't get that when I was, you know, experimenting in my younger years. Right. But there was also a big difference between what we did in the beginning and what these couples now are doing. Like these couples now, like the men a lot of times are the ones out looking for these females. Right. Like the female has nothing to do with it or she has something to do with it in the end, but not in the actual like prelude to it. Yeah. And for us, while yes, we would put it out there that we're looking for a unicorn. Mm -hmm. When we would go out, if you found a female to play with, if she didn't want to play with me, it didn't matter. You went and played with the female. Right. Like we weren't one of those couples like, oh, if you're going to play with her, you have to play with me. Right, right. There wasn't like a demand for that. It was just like, okay, if she's only comfortable with playing with me, then that's how it was. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you were okay with it. And like a part of me was over time. I think a part of me was kind of bummed about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I was bummed that oh, I didn't yeah. get to play, but right. I wasn't going to hold you back from playing with a female just because she didn't want to play with me. Yeah. Like that's dumb. Yeah. So, but what we're seeing a lot now is if a couple's looking for a female, mm-hmm. they won't play with her if she won't play with the guy. Yeah. And it's like, it's kind of douchey. Kind of. Cause I mean, that's kind of what you're looking for, right? You know? Yeah. I mean, if you're only going to s- search out a single female and I'm assuming it's because the woman wants to play with a female. Typically, yes. If that couple won't play with the female because she won't play with the male half, Mm -hmm. then like what? I I can't wrap my brain around that. Yeah. It seems super like controlling one penis policy type bullshit. It kind of does. Cause like, like you said, like why not let your girl go have her fun and you know, if you can sit and watch great, like, I mean, yeah, it's not the ideal situation that you were, you know, looking for, but that doesn't mean that every single situation of you trying to find a female to play with, with your partner is going to lead you to also be included. Like, right. It's always basically going to be a 50, 50 shot, no matter what, almost with every dynamic in the lifestyle, it's yeah. always going to be a 50, 50. Cause and if you expect that you're going to have a bad time. Well, Yeah. Because you're already like setting it up to kind of fail because you're setting off this bad tone for the whole situation of how everyone's going to vibe together. And if you're already like going, well, if she's not going to play with me, then I'm like, I'm out. Like you're already basically saying you're out from the beginning. Right. And you can't, you can't be like that. No. I mean, we still look for single females, but. We've just learned and I have kind of grown to be like, I think our, I would have more fun in a couple, like yeah. a couple swap. Or, I mean, like you actually have more fun with the other threesome style, which is male, female, male. I have, yes. I mean, that's kind of where you seem to enjoy yourself the most. Mm-hmm. Partly because, like, you know, I'm always included, unlike when we play with a single female, 
because a lot of times you two ladies will just kind of do your own thing. Yeah. I mean that, that has definitely happened quite a few times and I don't know if it's just because like uh, us ladies are, are just terrible with delegating our time or we get kind of caught up in just what we're doing with each other that we're like, Oh, Hey, there's a penis over there. We should probably bring that over here. Yeah. And I mean, like I understand it and I don't get very upset. I'm, I'm really glad that you do because like I legit sometimes get so like caught up in whatever I'm doing with the female that I don't realize how much time has gone by like in my head, I'm like, oh, it's only been like 10 minutes and here it's been 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh, my bad. That's, I'm so sorry. Like, that's not what I want to have happen. Yeah. And when it comes to male, female, males, I mean, both guys are generally always involved. Yeah. Because you're the center of attention. Yeah. And you have three holes and two this, hands. This so is, this is true. Like there's always something for somebody to do. Right. And then, like, I don't have to, be, because, like, okay, I'm trying to think of, like, a good example, but in, like, a male, female, male, you know, yes, the attention's all on me, but I don't have a female there as far as, like, going, oh, my gosh, it's a female. I'm like, okay, I got two males on me. Great. Like, I know there's going to be two dicks, and I'll figure out what to do with them, where I think... I don't always have that female. So I kind of get suckered into like giving all of my attention to her because I never get to get a female. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's definitely a thing for you. Yeah. Is you get that tunnel vision. Yes, I do. When you're with a female because you don't get that female in interaction a whole lot. No, I don't. Um, and I think that's really what it kind of comes down to um, where when we do have the female, female, male that like, it's great and it's fun. And I love when we get to have it, but because it doesn't happen so often, the same thing happens over and over again. Right. And that's okay. I mean, and I'm really sorry. Like I said, it, it doesn't upset me. I mean, I'm just happy that you're having a good time. So for me, that's the bottom line is as long as you're having a good time, then I'm good, you know? And in those circumstances, if she doesn't want to play with me, I mean, I always have the option of going to find someone who does. Right. You know, and that's a benefit of our dynamic. Mm -hmm. Not everybody has that, but we do. But I generally will stick around and just watch you enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because that is enjoyable to me. And maybe like some of the people that have, you know, the situation where for whatever reason, if, you know, the couple finds us female but the female doesn't want to play with the male maybe they have it where the guy doesn't want to just sit there and and watch so that's why he's like all right well we're just not gonna even play then right but i think the better option would be to have the couple play with each other while the female plays with the other female like you know do a mm. female male or a female female male where the male has nothing to do with the other female right okay yeah i see what you mean i mean there's no reason that the husband can't fuck his wife while she's going down on the other female right yeah no that would totally work or there's no reason he can't get head from his wife while the other female's going down on her you know yeah 
Like, yeah, it's just kind of like figure out positions that are going to work and how you want to play it out as far as, you know, what kind of furniture you have to work with. Yeah, but at, at least let your lady enjoy the other lady. Right. Don't just be like, no, you don't want to play with me. We're not playing. Yeah. That kind of is like definitely that douche move. Yeah, it's super douchebaggy. And the thing is, is like the whole point of, you know, having a single female or male involved with a couple is it gives you that experience that you don't get at home. And that's the point of being in the lifestyle is to be able to have those experiences and be able to fulfill fantasies that one or both of you have. So, I mean, sometimes you just have to accept that maybe she doesn't want to play with you. Yeah. And, and as a man, like you should already accept that going into the lifestyle. Not every female is going to want to play with you. Right. And like we have said many times, and even we've had many friends that have even said the same thing that are in the lifestyle, that the, the swing lifestyle is extremely female oriented and it's run by them basically. So oh, yeah. Like Bitches you're at, run the world. Well, I mean, in a way we do. I mean, it, 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 we can't help it. Like we have the pussy and apparently that gives us the power. And in that lifestyle, that's just kind of what you have to learn to accept and don't get mad about it. It's just, it just is how it is. Yeah. I think a lot of guys would have a much better time if they just would realize that. I think they would too. And it, it's not even like, you know, it's not like the, the women are being assholes or bitches or whatever. Like, it's just they are the ones that kind of dictate how things get ran. Well, yeah, because, I mean, the lifestyle is, it revolves around them. Yeah. Because without the women. You would have nothing. We don't have a lifestyle. No, not even close because it's not, it's not full of dudes. Um yeah, that would be a totally different type of lifestyle. <laughs> yes, it it definitely would be. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing wrong if you're in that lifestyle, but nope. it's you know. just a little bit different than yeah. what a typical swinging lifestyle is. It's it's its own category, right. its own and different thing. As much as you know, I love to play, and you know, I love getting to experience new people. Mm-hmm. I've come to the realization that it's going to take a while for me to get those experiences because not every female is going to want to play with me. Even if I do have a smoking hot wife, because chances are they'll play with you, but they probably won't play with me and that's okay. It still makes me sad, but I mean, you can't make somebody want to play. No, you can't. And as soon as you start trying, that's when you cross that line of being a douchebag. Right. Right. And as far as, you know, the seeking of those kinds of scenarios, you kind of have to remember that everybody has things that they like and what they don't like. And, you know, maybe they they don't feel you or maybe they don't feel the wife, but they feel you only. Yeah. And speaking of when you, people make those posts, I know I'm going to sound like an asshole here. Oh, boy. Here we go. I mean, Buckle up, Buckter Cups. <laughs> But I don't mean to sound like an asshole. I know you don't. You mean well. You really do. This is just my perspective. Mm -hmm. If you are in a swinging group, like on social media, that is primarily, you know, couples looking for couples, I don't feel that people that are only looking for that threesome dynamic should really be participating in those groups, like searching for people. 
Like, if you want to be in there for the banter and all that, cool. But don't be putting up posts like, hey, we're so-and-so, and we're only looking for females. Men, do not message us, blah, blah, blah. Like, sorry, get fucked. I mean. Yeah, so I feel like, and I and I have seen this, that there are groups on Facebook, and I'm sure there's groups in other different social platforms, um, but they do literally say couples seeking singles. Right. So, but if you just have like a, a you know, all the, all the, the swinging groups on Facebook, whether it's upside down pineapple, or if it's something pineapple related, you obviously know it's got something to do with swinging. They're going to be couples and very, very, very small minority are actually a group of single females. Yeah. So coming into a, a, a Facebook group and saying, Hey, this is all about us. We're a couple and we're only seeking a female. We don't want any male attention. Don't, don't message us, whatever you're not going to have much luck and you're actually going to kind of seclude yourself off because it's going to be a group full of couples looking for other couples. Right. And unfortunately this is just like pertaining to me when I see couples doing that, mm-hmm. like I don't even want to get to know them on a friend level. I I agree with that because like it's, it's not that they're being arrogant or whatever. I mean, they're set on what they're looking for. It's just that, you already can tell that you're not going to have any form of a friendship with them and there's no point of even trying. Right. And if we did become friends, they'd constantly be trying to fuck you. Right. Which would then just piss me off because and, and, and me. Well, yeah, of course you too. Um, because like we like to have that friendship with the people and if like in, in the, in that time of trying to become friends, you're still kind of secretly trying to fuck me too. I'm going to pick up on that. You're mm-hmm. you're going to pick on it before I do. Right. And then it's just going to be a bad thing to happening. Yeah. And like there's a totally different scenario where if we become friends with a couple and, you know, like say like we all play together once or whatever, and then you decide that you would like play as a unicorn with them. Mm-hmm. That's different. Yeah. Because we already had a basis of some kind of, you know, an exchange between right. beforehand where yeah, we were like all together we, on if it. If we all played, right. then I know that they're not just trying to fuck you. Right. And like, it may just happen that you get to hang out with them more than I do because of work or whatever. Exactly. And if you want to play, then go play. Mm-hmm. But for the couples that would come at you nonstop trying to get you to play, yeah, that would piss both of us off. It definitely would. So there's no point in having a friendship if that's like their underlying goal. Yeah, if that's their main goal in lifestyle is to just fuck women. I'm out. Then <laughs> we're out as friends and everything. Yeah. Cause that's not any way of our style. Right. I mean like we won't be mean to them. Like we'll be cordial. Hi, exactly. how you doing? Yeah. But There's just not going to be anything else that's going to open that door for a possibility of, right. of a like, friendship or more. Yeah. Like we don't want to hang out with you. Mm-mm. We don't want to go you're get not, drinks or you're, you're not our type of people. Yeah. So, like I said, not trying to be an asshole, but just like you only want single females and that's who you want to surround yourself with. Mm -hmm. We want to surround ourselves with couples. Yeah. That actually want to fuck other couples. That's not too much to ask for, right? No. (laughs) And then when it comes to single males, you know, for us, we don't search out like random single males. 
Oh, heck no. Like I have to have some kind of a connection with them of like a friendship and like I have to be attracted to them and have a, a, a good confident feeling that they're not just trying to like one up you and that they're not trying to like pretend to steal me away or anything like that because they're this like single male who thinks that their cock's great or something. Like I need to have like a good relationship of like, okay, you know what? This guy is kind of like, not like my best friend, but he kind of feels like he's my, my, my best friend. Cause like, you know, honey, you're my best friend, mm-hmm. but like, I need to have something like that with them to be like, okay, I could see fucking him with you. Yeah. And like for me, I mean, like I would engage in a male, female, male with someone that you felt comfortable with, mm-hmm. even if I didn't really know them. Mm-hmm. But for me to have a great time, it would have to be someone I'm very close with also. Oh yeah. You would have a blast then. Yeah. Because like if I feel like someone is one of my really good friends, like my level of willingness to share you goes through the roof where if it's just someone that only you know, mm-hmm. and I just kind of know of, right? then I'm very much in that protective mode still. Yeah. I can see that. And I'll be watching them like a hawk. Right. Instead of actually enjoying myself. Right. So like if you can take that aspect out of having to feel like you're on guard, then you definitely would be right. having like the time of your life because you'd be doing it with your best bud. Right. I mean, because that's how like I did it back in the day, you know, like me and my buddies. Yeah. Tag team back again. You know. Oh my God. But I mean, I can't say that that's not how I see it either, because like if I were to choose the best scenario, it would be if it was a guy that me and you were both really close friends with. And then like, cause then I would kind of feel like you're back in high school. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you're like, yo, you want to fuck? Like, yeah. I mean, like I'm sure if we were at an event or something and you know, you had been chatting with somebody online that you found attractive and we actually met them and you were like, Oh, I think I want to play. Yeah. You know, then like if you didn't want to play alone and you wanted me to join, like I would do it, mm-hmm. but I definitely wouldn't be as all in. Right. As I would be if it was someone I was friends with also. That makes sense. And <laughs> if like, I didn't know them at all, I would probably just tell you to go play on your own. Yeah. And I can understand that one just because it would be kind of that like awkward feeling and that doesn't really put anybody in the mood to want to have yeah. any kind of Yeah, because like if I have no idea like what type of conversations you guys have had and, right. you know, like what his expectations are and right, I wouldn't want to be in the middle of that. And, and be know. kind of like left in the dark to kind of put pieces together. Yeah. Yeah, no, I totally would be in the same boat there because I'd be like, um. Yeah, because unlike a lot of couples, like we don't exactly like share the inner workings of our conversations with other people no like you do it just your thing stays between me and that person and whoever you're talking to stays between you and that person right where a lot of couples will you know let them read you know each other's messages and all that shit and mm-hmm. that's great if you do that but we don't do that because no. that's kind of that we're polyamorous and swingers so in the poly world that relationship is yours mm-hmm I don't have any rights to that relationship. Right. So that just kind of carries over into the swing world for us, which in cases like the one I mentioned, Mm -hmm. 
can kind of put a damper on things because I haven't seen those messages and I don't know what you guys talk about. Right. You don't know what to expect of like what we might have talked about happening if we ever got to, you know, see each other in person and had the opportunity to play together. Right. So in that case, I would just be like, yeah, go play. Yeah. You don't really want to be blindsided with something like that. Yeah. So, but I think, uh, that threesome dynamic, no mm-hmm. matter which one you prefer, um, and there's several others that we haven't talked about because mm-hmm. these are the main ones. Right. But um, I feel like they're a big part of the lifestyle. Like I, I think more people engage in the threesome side of things mm-hmm. than they do the foursome side. Agreed. Because it's so hard to find four people that are like, yeah, I want to fuck you. I, I want to fuck you. Yeah. It's definitely hard to find that. So it's uh, it, it's one of those things where there's a good way to go about finding these things there's and a, not so good. Yeah, it, there's a strategic way. Yeah, like it's one thing to be uh, open to couples and finding more a threesome activity. Mm-hmm. But when you exclude the couples... And you come about it in a way that kind of comes off kind of douchey, mm-hmm. then that can rub people the wrong way and, and limit your play even further. Yeah. And already you're looking for something like a needle in the haystack. So you don't really want to limit your possibilities by coming right, off it, in the wrong way. If you are a couple that will play with another couple, but the woman is, you know, heavy on the woman's side, mm-hmm. kind of like you are. Right. Like if you find another couple that you mesh with the woman and just, you know, be honest, be like, I'm sorry, I'm not interested in your man. Mm -hmm. But if you'd ever like to play with me or with me and Pedro, we'd be down. Yes. Like that's less douchey than us coming out and saying we only play with females. If you're a couple or a male, don't even message us. Right. Definitely big difference in in the wording there. Right. Because, I mean, there's the opportunity to play with couples Mm -hmm. if everyone, you know, meshes up and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if not, if the other couple can play set, and that goes for the male too. Like, you may not be feeling the female. Right. But he's all, might be all about her. No, 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 no. What? You might not be feeling the other female. Right. But you may be feeling the guy. Oh, yeah. In that aspect, yes. And we're like, hey, would you mind if your man joins us for a play session? Right. So it would just be a little bit of an opposite direction. And Right. But that gives so much more opportunity to find the threesome dynamics mm-hmm. as well as the foursome dynamics. Yeah. Because then you're not limiting yourself to just foursomes and you're not limiting yourself just to threesomes. Yeah. So then you're... A, you're probabilities of being able to play goes up a lot more right because more and more people are getting comfortable with playing separately they are and you know if you feel stronger towards the male or the female half Mm -hmm. and that's who you want to play with at least you can have the conversation of hey do you want to play Mm -hmm. and if they say you know no sorry we only play together no problem you know but instead of us coming out and saying, well, we only play with this or that. Right. Everyone else can fuck off. (laughs) 
I mean, it's not what's said, but in, in, in a, it's pretty much it, what's said yeah. between the lines. Yeah, it kind of is. So, I think people need to just broaden their horizons. Yeah. I mean, yes, it takes time. It definitely does. It's not something that you would, you know. But eventually, hopefully, people are moving past the "we only want to play with this." Right. Because I mean, what I found, especially for me, being new when we first started, was that it was a matter of learning how to grow. And that's kind of what you experience in the lifestyle is that opportunity of growing from where you started to learn the things that you like, don't like, what you want to try. I mean, you might even see something and it has nothing to do with you. It's just you walked by a room and you saw something going on. You're like, that kind of intrigued me. And then that just kind of opens the door to allow you to grow in this lifestyle. Yeah. And that's what we should all be doing, you know. Mm Every year, yeah, you should feel like you've grown a bit in the lifestyle. Yeah. Try new things, experience new people, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That's what we're all here for. And that's what makes it fun, too, because you get to look back and be like, oh, wow, this is where I started. This is where I am now. And, you know, all the fun experiences that you did get to have because you opened those doors. Let me right. Know. And not everything is going to be a, a slam dunk. No. Like, like, you could do things and be like, that was total shit. <laughs> Never doing that bullshit again. Yes. And that happens a lot. But at least you gave it a shot. Right. And you know now to steer clear of that type of situation or whatever. Right. And you'll know when it's happening because you're like, oh, no, I've had that happen before. We are not going down that path. Absolutely. So I think we covered that pretty fucking well. I think so. So we're going to go ahead and get into the orgasm of the week yes, new segment I'm so excited. that you fuckers better start sending orgasm clips in so that we can do this every week since the show or the segment is called orgasm of the week yeah so we're gonna need more we need at least one every week i don't care male female fucking horses oh, i don't care please no not horses that's just gross <laughs> god no <laughs> um I, I definitely, I mean, I'm, I'm the female here. So like, I of course enjoy hearing females, but I want to hear the guys too. Cause like you all have to sound different. Oh yeah. So like, I want to hear it. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Orgasm of the week. And this is from our listener, Camille. Hmm. Uh, uh, got a little bit of a guy sound in there too yeah yeah we got a little moaning from the dude yeah that so was that was, was a hot clip that was she sounds kind of like you really Cause, yeah because she does that like angry oh. yell type thing <laughs> hers sounded a lot more nicer mine sounds like i'm killing demons <laughs> yeah 
But it, I mean, that was hot. It was very hot. That's what we want to hear, folks. Yeah, I like. Mm. The only thing I will say is, don't forget at the end. Please include this is for you, kitchen sink. Yes. That way, we know it's you and not some porn recording. Yes, please make sure that you say that. But I do know that this one was real because she sent a video too. (laughs) (laughs) So that one was real. And we thank you very much, Camille. And videos are fine too. Like we just literally will just take the sound. Yep. We'll take the audio right out of the video and. Yep. That was fairly good. I like that. I'm excited to hopefully get another one so we can put that on for next week. Are your nipples hard? A little bit. Yeah. Is your vagina wet? I don't know. You want to feel it? Yeah. All right. Hang on. Scooch that thing over here. Is it wet? Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, you got a little got a little moist. Oh, you had to use the word moist. Why? <laughs> Man, I need to dried it up like the Sahara Desert. Because because I know that there's people out there at work right now listening to this <laughs> and they're gonna get all turned on and then I just fucking killed it for them. You so. totally just killed it for me. Yeah, so that way, <laughs> you know, they can go about the rest of their work day. Okay. I'm doing a public service here. All right. I'm so glad that you're so thoughtful for a public service. I am. You're welcome, everybody. <sighs> All right, bitch. Tell us about your struggles of becoming a female dominant. All right. So the first one that I have as far as kind of struggling with this is just the overall response that I have when it comes to how my brain is. So like, for example, when you call me mistress, my brain is still like, I mean, it's doing a little bit better now. Um, But in the beginning, it was hard for me to (laughs) learn to respond to that because I'm so used to you either calling me slave, dirty whore, slut, um, sometime well no i don't think you really called me a cum dumpster but i mean you you have but just not a very frequent one for yeah. that um you call me like baby girl you know this is the, the things that i'm used to you calling me because i was your slave and now that this role has changed for me to be able to learn to be a dominant when you say mistress i'm just like oh wait yeah that's me okay yeah i'm talking to you bitch yeah <laughs> So, so it has definitely kind of thrown me off a little bit because I'm not used to having someone underneath me be addressing me in a higher manner than what I've been doing for the last nine years. Well, I mean, like you do it on Snapchat though for your Snapchat hose. I do. Um, but I feel like it's, it was a little bit harder because of me and you and our dynamic because it's been the way it was for so long. So it was kind of hard for me to get myself to be like, okay, even though any other time outside of the bedroom before seven 30, he is my dominant and will spawn differently. But come that seven 30 at night, the roles have changed. And well, now it's, it's seven 30 or whenever we're doing anything sexual. Well, yeah, which usually just happens at yeah, night anyway. Usually. Cause that's the only free time we have. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was kind of like the one mean switchover um, that I kind of struggled with. But the other one is having to think about what I want to have happen when we do get to play at night. So 
you know, I get busy in my day and I'm doing all like my house chores. I'm, you know, doing the things that I have to get done at the gym and with our kid and just everything else that I need to kind of have finished on social media and stuff that I don't think about how I want a night to be played out. So then when the time comes that you're like, are we going to play or like, are we going to do something? If not, I'm going to like, I'm, I'm just going to go to bed. I'm like, Oh shit. Like I gotta, I gotta think. Um, so that's kind of been my other struggle is to kind of keep myself or not really keep myself, but remind myself that I am the one that has to kind of think of these things of what I want to happen when we do actually get to play. Right. And that's what I've been trying to get through your head is that as a dominant, you need to constantly in the back of your mind, be thinking of scenes and things that you want your submissive to do when you play, because if you have to take the time to do it during a play scene, it doesn't it, come out it, well. It kills the mood. It really does. Cause like we had one that it was like that and it did not like, I mean, like you came and like I came, but it definitely felt like something was missing and it was just kind of, nah, it was like stagnant. Like, wasn't that great? <laughs> yes. You have to have a flow. Yes. Like you have to have the beginning. You got to have a build up. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to have the climax and then you have to wind it down. Right. And, you know, sew everything up. Right. And like last night I had it all already planned in my head. Mm-hmm. So like you didn't even have to say to me, you know, are we going to do anything? And it was already late and you're like, I'm kind of ready for bed. And I was like, okay. But as soon as we got in bed, I was already like touching you and I right. was kind of getting things moving. And then we basically did kind of in a way it was like a soft, like couple steps into a torture orgasm for you. Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't, I mean, I, I think I did okay as far as that was concerned. Um, my great tip that you gave me was just not so much attention on the dick. <laughs> right. Like if you're trying to edge at the same time mm-hmm. and to kind of give that pleasure torture. Yes. I mean, for most men, we can only come once and then we have to wait. Yeah. So if you want to pleasure torture a man, you have to focus on all the erogenous zones. Yes. Not just the dick. Yeah. Because obviously that's just going to make us come. Right. And then because I want you to over. I want you to be on that edge where you're 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 wanting to and it's really getting close, but then I can keep you there or bring you back down a little bit right. and then bring you back up until I finally say, "Okay, yeah. Now you can come." Right. And like that's something that you can only learn hands-on. Yeah. Definitely. And each person is going to be different because, you know, some people are going to be more sensitive in one area versus another, or one spot might be like their go-to that they come in and Mm -hmm. like instantly. So everybody's going to be different with that, but getting to practice with that, um, was, was good. Um, as far as kind of struggling with that, it was just kind of like, I got, I was zoned in on one spot. (laughs) So I learned last night that I can't do that and I have to kind of broaden my horizons of your body. Well, and I think part of the reason for that is normally when you give me like a hand job Mm -hmm. that is during like a cock worship scene that we would do. Right. So you're used to that. Yeah. Where in this situation, you're the dominant. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and you needed to edge me and focus on all those other spots like we talked about, Mm -hmm. but you couldn't really focus on that because you're so used to, you know, in a cock worship scene, that's it. Like you are focusing on getting me to come Mm -hmm. as fast as possible. Yes. And as enjoyable as possible. Yes. So you have to really, you know, step outside of that submissive and slave role Mm -hmm. and own your dominance. You know, like if I was getting too close, you know, and you were like, you know, don't you dare come yet. Mm -hmm. Like you can't be afraid to like squeeze the shit out of that dick and be like, don't you fucking dare, you know? Right. Like you have to be that dominant one. Yeah. I think that's, that's kind of like the other struggle that I come across is, you know, we kind of talked about this before about having you help me on this journey of kind of owning my dominant side is that, you know, I know you don't like pain and a part of me likes to give off pain. So like it's, it's in the back of my mind that I know you don't like it, but you've already expressed that like, you're going to have to take on some of it to help me learn, you know, how much I can do. I mean, of course, again, people are going to have different pain tolerance levels. Um, Right. But you have to, to at least know what you're doing. Yes. And you have to know that anatomy of what, of where you're going to be inflicting this pain. Right. And what it does, you know. Right. Like the, the, the other uh, placing that we had where I was like open handed kind of patting your balls and you were like, actually that was fine. I was like, Oh, so I could have gone harder. (laughs) Right. Well you have to let, you know, the submissive use their safe words. Yeah. You know, like for us, we use the stoplight system. Right. So, so I could have kept going because you didn't give me any colors at all. I didn't even come close to yellow. So, You need to learn to let your submissive tell you these things, mm-hmm. at least until you can read their body language. Right. You know, because like for me, I can read your body language and your breathing to know when you're getting close to that edge. Mm-hmm. And I know to back down without you saying anything. Yeah. Or I know in certain spots where I can push you over that edge mm-hmm. and it'll be okay. But until you get to that point with somebody, you have to rely on them to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think, I guess the, the other struggle that I have is just trying to stay in that dominant mindset. Um, just overall when we're in the actual placing, because like I have my moments where I, I definitely feel it and it's strong and I'm, you know, the words that I'm saying, how I'm acting towards you and my body language, they're definitely dominant. But then there's like other times where I kind of feel like I still kind of seek for you as a direction. Yes. Uh, there's been a couple of times where like, you're kind of looking at me like, like okay, what, like what do I do next? <laughs> you can start topping from the bottom anytime <laughs> now, you know? Because you're kind of lost. Yes, there, there has definitely been a, a few of those moments. You know, kind of like where I feel like I think I'm drawing a blank of what to do, which, again, might be from not planning something ahead of time and thinking about a scenario so I don't have anything to go off of. Well, that in 
you're letting the fact that I've been your master for nine years yeah. deter you from doing things that you may want to do. That is definitely true. I've, I've definitely caught myself in that where like I wanted to do something and I was like, mm, but I can't. <laughs> but see, that's the thing. Like when I agreed to teach you mm-hmm. and to mentor you in being a dominant, mm-hmm. you know, I told you that you could do whatever you wanted to do mm-hmm. and I would tell you my comfort level, you know, as we're doing it. Right. Because I've done it all. You have, you have. I I was a submissive for eight months before I became a dominant. That was part of my training. I do not like being a submissive. No. But what I do like in this scenario is seeing you become better and seeing your confidence grow yeah. as a dominant. That to me is a big turn on, you know, because okay. you glow different when you're proud of yourself, you know, and when yeah. you're happy with your accomplishments. Yeah. And to me, that's important because as your master, it is literally my job to help you grow mm-hmm. into the woman you want to be. Yeah. And in the BDSM lifestyle, it's my job to help teach you the things that you want to learn and to become the best at the areas you want to excel at. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a switch, I have to be willing to switch with you mm-hmm. because it's not like we have an abundance of submissive people around that we can be like, okay, you're going to train with this person, with this person. Right. So that falls squarely on my shoulders. It, yeah, it does. So I get to have all the things done to me. Yay. Yay. But I will say like, as of right now, like I think, we're heading in the right direction, but it's baby steps, which I'm okay with because I feel like by getting those baby steps, I can kind of hone in on the parts where I really need to focus on making better. Yes. And then when I finally get to the point where I'm like, you know what, this is, this is the, the dominant that I'm trying to be. I'll know I have all that foundation work done properly and I can grow from there and right. kind of progress in the direction I need it to go. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing that you need to work on right now is communicating in a dominant style. Okay. And uh, to keep that hard but sexy. Yeah, that's a hard one. <laughs> um, persona. Yeah. Up. Yeah. You know, because as a female dominant, most men, I'm going to say most, mm-hmm. are going to expect that type of like porn star, you know, sexy female dominant. Right. You know, that dominatrix that they see on Pornhub and, mm-hmm. you know, where she's super sexy and talks super sexy, but she's a major bitch too. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's yeah. what they're expecting. And like, I'm not saying that that's how you have to be. But you want to find somewhere where you're kind of like you, you take pit, bit, bits and pieces right. from you that. You have to and find so you your yourself. style. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like there's definitely a market for women that are just complete bitches that have zero sexiness. Oh yeah. But I feel that for the most part, guys who want to submit to a woman Mm -hmm. or I would say bottom, Mm -hmm. not so much submit because in your case, it would be more of a top and bottom situation. Correct. Yeah. 
Um, but for someone who wants to bottom to you, they're going to expect, you know, a hot redhead with big tits and a perfect ass. Mm-hmm. Like they want that sexiness to go along with, with the dominance. Yeah. So you just have to work on staying in that persona of I'm a bad bitch, but I'm sexy too. You know, you know I think what I'm going to have to do is in our next placing, because this seems to be the trick for me. Just put your leather on. Yeah. Your latex. Yeah. And my and my latex boots, because I don't know what happens, but as soon as I put that shit on, I like switch into something completely different. Yeah. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I mean. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to have to wear the my garter cutout uh, fishnets that way like i know if i decide that i want to have you fuck me because i said it's okay and you deserve that because you did such a good boy a good job eating my pussy and you're a good boy then that would be easy access versus my other fishnets where like it's all going to be like stuck and caught you won't be able to get in there very well yeah and like that's the thing when you're communicating in a dominant style Mm -hmm. You know, you can't be afraid to get your point across however you need to do that. Okay. Like, you shouldn't have to choose your words. Mm -hmm. Like, don't think about what you're going to say. Just say it. Just say whatever the fuck's on your mind. Okay. And, you know, because like for me, I have no limits there. Like, you can be degrading, humiliating. I don't give a fuck. You're not going to hurt my feelings. (laughs) No. So, you just say whatever comes to mind. Okay. To get me to do whatever it is you want me to fucking do. Okay. Because, I mean, that's the style I use with you. Right. And that's the style that I know. I just have to kind of use it myself instead of having it be used on me. Yeah. Because, like, I'm definitely not a softy. No. <laughs> but I, like, so I'm definitely not, I found that I'm definitely not that, like, mommy dom. I'm no. I'm not like that. It doesn't do anything for me. Um it kind of makes me feel weird. Like, I just, I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. So I'm like the next step over. So like, I'm still kind of soft, but I start having that harder side to me. Yeah. And I think, I mean, for me, just, this is just speaking for me as your submissive, because I'm such a asshole sadist as a dominant, mm-hmm. like I feel like I resonate more with that as a submissive. <laughs> okay. Where I kind of feel weird if like you're not kind of mean and shit. Okay. Cause I'm That's like, good to know. Hmm. If this were me, you know, this is what I would want to yeah. do. Yeah. Like if I was topping in this scene, this is what I would, you know what I mean? Yeah. So in my head, I'm topping from the bottom, but I don't let you know that. I'm so glad. <laughs> even though there's been times where i'm like help <laughs> yeah well i mean you have to learn like you yeah. have to go through the bad scenes to, oh, yeah. to learn that it was bad yeah yeah i can't just step in and be like oh no do this instead right no because in the end i mean that's kind of what you do like you you try it the first time and then you talk about it and go this is what you should have done or you know we've had a few where they're just not that great and i've and i've agreed because like i've noticed like yeah you're right it, it really wasn't <laughs> And then there's been a couple other ones you're like, that was, that was pretty good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've definitely had a couple scenes that, you know, for being new, mm-hmm. they were pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was happy with it. And that's good. That means I'm, you know, I have the ability. <laughs> oh, you do. I mean, and I noticed that 
when we first got together, you know, so. See, I never saw that coming, that I would be on that end. I mean, like, I didn't say anything until we started playing with women. Mm. And you had mentioned that you feel like you're more dominant towards women. And I was like, aha, I knew it. A lot of women, though, are like that, though. Yeah, but you're, like, maybe not in front of them, Mm -hmm. but behind the scenes, you talk very dominant about the situation. Like, like you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And, Um, you know, you're going to get her to do this. So that kind of put it in my head that I was right, that you do have that dominant side. Right. And then when you started having that uh, sissy boy Mm -hmm. as a client. Yeah. Where he would, you know, do the video calls with you and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's when I really knew that you just needed to learn and hone your skills. Yeah, because I wasn't, like, turned off by that. But I definitely liked having the control over the situation and the placing with him. Right. And I'm hoping, too, like, just to to wrap this segment up, Mm -hmm. um, I'm hoping that by you learning how to be a dominant, that will give you a better understanding of how to be a slave or submissive type. Okay. Because you'll get to experience what it's like on the other side now. Yeah. (laughs) And then you'll understand why I do the things I do with Mm -hmm. you as your master. Okay. And that will make you a better slave. It very well might because it opens my eyes to what your job entails. Exactly. So looking forward to uh, continuing this journey. Oh, yes. I'm sure next week we'll have another update on some of our play scenes. Yeah. So good deal. Yeah. We are going to uh, go into the uh, Wheel of Kink here, but special edition. It's the Femdom Wheel of Kink. Yes. So So it'll be whatever lands on for Pedro's turn, he will decide if it's something he would do or not. If I would let it be done to me or whatever. Yeah. And if it lands on... For well, for me, whatever it lands on, I will say if like, oh yeah, I could totally see doing that, or nah, maybe not. Okay, so since you are the femdom here, all right, go ahead and spin that first. All right, is this for you? No, that's for you. Okay, so You're for gonna go first. Okay, it's spinning. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you'd land on that one of first. Of course, I would. All right, so it landed on pegging. And, of course, I would totally do that one to a submissive guy. Of course you would. Hell fucking yeah. Okay. All right. Your turn. My turn. Oh, what did we get? Oh. Leash and collar play. What do you think? Would you like to be led around by a collar? I mean, I would probably let you do that. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be like it, like not like a pet. Right, just like you just being like my slave kind of thing and yeah, being led around in that aspect, not like, come here, doggy. <laughs> yeah, and... That's good, because I would not... I couldn't do a, play, a pet play either. Yeah, but if it was just like a, a collar around my neck or like a collar around my dick and balls, mm, you know... That could like, be fun. Like, I would do that. All right. I like it. I'm going to keep that in my little back pockets for things to do. 
Man, I am landing on all of the good ones. <laughs> Pussy worship. Yes, this is something I am all about. And I enjoy having a submissive do that to me. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> and I take full advantage of that one. <laughs> all right, my turn here. We got, come on. What do we got? Oh. Lick shoes and feet. Hmm. That's an interesting one mm. for you. How you feel on that? I'm going to say I would do it, oh. but it would definitely, you would have to up your game okay. as far as like your presence as a dominant. Okay. Okay. Like so how I it is to get right that now, like sexy aspect coming through. Well, not just the sexy, but like where I would look at you and there would be no doubt that you are a sexy dominant like that you're in charge mm -hmm. i'm not gonna tell you no gotcha type of thing okay but like how it is right now i would be like yeah no i'm not doing that <laughs> <laughs> we got some work to do ladies yeah. and gentlemen <laughs> yeah so <laughs> all right at least mine are easy yeah yours are easy Again, I'm landing on all the things that are like speaking to my heart right now. I got cock torture. And yes, I am all about doing some cock torture. Okay, so explain what so, th that is. Okay, so the cock torture would basically be where you can tie up the dick and the balls. You can squish the balls, smack them. So with cock the and ball torture, yes. not just cock torture. Right, yeah. It would be, it would be cock and ball torture. Okay. Um. So you can use a flogger, you can smack them, you can use the, the uh, crop on them. You can, if you wanted to, you could be sensual and you could use a feather and just kind of tickle, tickle it around everything. They also have those vices. Like, oh yeah, you could totally do. I don't know if I would do it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I think I like more impact play versus like separating parts and... Squeezing. Yeah. I mean, I did see though... And I kind of liked it. It was like this square plastic, uh, two-sided plastic, and it screwed down on, on four sides, and it would clamp down around the balls. And like it would basically just like squish them together from the top and the bottom. Oh, yeah. And then you can make it tighter by just screwing the bolts back and forth, mm -hmm. or you can you know loosen it if you wanted to. So, And then you can run your finger through on the sides because it's literally just two pieces of plastic mm -hmm. smushing the balls. So you can tickle the balls and kind of give them that extra sensation. So I kind of liked that. Just don't have that implement to use. Gotcha. <laughs> okay. Let's see if I'm going to get something crazy here. What's that one? Orgasm denial. Hmm. Yeah, we do that, which we already do. Yeah. You don't let me come until you tell me to. Yeah, but I think what we could do on that is kind of go along with that whole like orgasm control um, or not really control, but the, the whole torturing of like getting you really close, but try to lo make it longer so that your your time span is. So edging. Yeah. Yeah. That's what edging's for. Yeah. But I meant just like from the first edging to the next edging, try to space it out longer because I think that would be a little bit more torturous. Well, yeah, I mean. Because, like, you'd be building it up over and over and not being allowed to come, so, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right, one more? One more. 
Let's see what I get. All right, so. Strap on fellatio. I love how you said it for me because I can yes. never say it. <laughs> He's I like, I better save her ass. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you can't say that word. I don't know. I really just want to say the T and it, and it just is not how you say it. But yes, um, this would be something that would turn me on and I would, I would do that. So you would have a submissive suck your strap on? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I would make them like gag on it. and So face fucking with it. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and then probably end up coming myself in the process. Yeah, probably. Because <laughs> your strap on makes you come. It from, does. From where it sits. It does. <laughs> yes. I, uh, I will come from that and sometimes even squirt with it depending on how intense the scene is and like how turned on I am. Yep. She gets crazy with her strap on. I do. I do. All right. My last one. Yes. Let's see. Oh, cold play. So this would be like using cold things like a ice pack or an ice cube and either, you know, having it be used, you know, around your nipples and down around your balls or maybe even in your asshole. Yeah, I would do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just ice. I mean, it will melt. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with like, sensory play okay well those are some fun things that we yeah. can kind of take into account and start implementing into our play sessions i mean i'm okay with the ones that i got <laughs> <laughs> the ones you got i don't know i'm gonna be a, i'm gonna be a hurting boy apparently i mean we we do have to work up to the pegging yeah you think yeah but i don't <laughs> know you did suck my finger in last night so yeah. well, i mean but that's a finger i know but normally, like, it's 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 pretty tight. <laughs> you also <laughs> like, use a shitload of lube, though. <laughs> That's why my finger went in so easy. Yeah, I mean, I think you used half a bottle between the hand job and fingering my butt. Well, I mean, I did kind of give you some pleasure torture for like twenty minutes. Yeah. So I needed to stuff. make sure that there was lots of lube. I wanted it to be as as close to my pussy as it was without being in my pussy. It was really good. Well, that's good. I got that part down. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a great show. And thank you guys for listening. Um, just want to shout out two of our uh, kind of sponsors, I guess. Yeah. BJ's Hotspot. Mm -hmm. You know where to find them online on all the Facebook groups and at their website, bjshotspot.com. Mm -hmm. And also uh, another big happy birthday to him. Yes. He had his birthday last weekend. And I know we said happy birthday, but can't give that guy enough love no we can super awesome guy um and then also uh the trendy pineapple where we got our awesome hats from yes which we still have to make the pictures for well when it stops monsooning yeah that would be fantastic fucking raining like crazy down here and we want to do it outside so apologize for not getting those pictures done yet but we will so go follow them on instagram at the underscore trendy underscore pineapple mm-hmm and check them out. So thank you for listening to episode 31 and we will see you next week. And that's our show. Everybody, you can find us on our socials on TikTok at KS and kink podcast at tink swings one and at J U S T underscore Pedro 83. We're also on Instagram at KS and kink podcast 
And of course, you can find us on our OnlyFans at KSENM and Kink Podcast, which for $5.99 a month, you can go behind the scenes when we record our shows and watch all the sexy videos and uh, the toy reviews and all that. We are also going to be streaming live on OnlyFans when we do our recordings on Friday evenings. So be sure to check that out. We'd really appreciate it if you do. Um, and Tink's OnlyFans is at Pixie, P-I-X-I-E-I-N-D-I-X-I-E 69. Pixie in Dixie 69. You can also find us on SLS.com. Our username there is Pedro and Tink. So if you are in Alabama and want to get together, let us know. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you next week.